episode 555. Thank you all for listening to episode 554, Conspiracy Theory 2, Avril or Dead. I am the loving Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Burly Bear. And that's it. Call 555-LOVE for all of your loving needs on this Valentine's Day here at the podcast. So I spend it with Bear. No no better way to spend my Valentine's Day. That's right. And uh, no night. Yeah, no Cody. He's, uh, who knows what he's doing. He'd probably sleep. Laying pipes, sleeping, doing something. We know Parrot's out there laying his own pipe with Willie, but that's his own problem. It does sound like a Parrot sort of issue. Yeah, that is a Parrot issue. I don't know uh, what else the Parrot would do, but uh, we I know we have a lot to talk about. So we're just going to get right into it. So thank you. To Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram or X at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com, Mitchell Overline Podcast, and Brandon will hook you up with that deal. Brandon just hooked me up with a deal because I've got uh, I've got uh, the old Gray Key merch getting ready. So he's getting me a ton of hoodies. I think I ordered 40 of them. So going to be looking good for uh, old Gray Key merch and uh, might have to slide one to old Bear Cub. So he has him a great key hoodie and uh so thank you brandon and speaking of great key merch so email us great key merch gmail.com and we can help you out with all of your needs and that's gray g-r-a-y just so everybody knows and doesn't get confused with g-r-e-y so email us with any of your needs thanks to crandall squad and landscaping give sean a call 419-704-5471 serves the toledo surrounding areas and not Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh, yeah, buddy. Getting into that this week. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Paper Denim Art. Go to Facebook. Check out Paper Denim Art. Look at the artwork you may want. Maybe you want uh, yourself a Kansas City Super Bowl back-to-back champion piece of art with Mahomes and uh, old Travis Kelsey on there. Maybe you want that. Get in touch with her. She will hook you up with the deal, Mitch Overline Podcast. Thank you to Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. And make sure you get over to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation when you mention Over the Line podcast. No better time to do it on Valentine's Day. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, but you don't. And you definitely do not. So thank you to everyone. And it always supports the show. So we got to we'll just get right into football. Let's talk about that now. I mean, that was a big thing this weekend. So we had a... Uh, Big Super Bowl this weekend. Big game. We saw the line at uh, 47 and a half. Ended up closing at 46 and a half right before the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then also the, I think a one and a half was the line. The Niners were favored by one and a half. And that first, that first half was kind of boring. It was uh, terrible sloppy football. That's what it was. It was awful. You know, uh, old Travis pushed his coach, as they say. You know, <laughs> that was just a. Uh, Look, if you if you haven't played, and we'll talk about that now. If you haven't played sports, everybody looks at it. Oh my god! And then everybody starts freaking out. Oh, Taylor better run now. All this other shit. Yeah. And uh, he just came up, dude. He's an emotional player. We've all been there when we're in competitive sports. If you've played competitive sports, you've gotten into it with your coach. If you're a stud, if you're a stud athlete, guarantee you got into it with your coach. And all he was saying was, "Put the fucking team on my back," because he had at the time what one catch, one yep. yard, one target. And then from there, you know, we'll get into that in the second half. Dude went fucking off. And just 
and and that's what he does. But you know, first half was just boring. Some sloppy football. I had you know turnover. Chiefs look good on the on D right right off the rip. Forced a turnover on uh, what made Christian fumble on that first first uh, drive, right? Right off the bat, yeah. I mean, they were running right down the field, and McCaffrey fumble, which he never does. McCaffrey lost the ball, and Kansas City got it. It's like okay, it's gonna be one of those games, and that whole first quarter they just kind of went back and forth between turnovers and three and outs. It was, it was some pretty sloppy football. If you that uh, that wonderful lady that had zero zero one two quarters, goddamn bitch. That was my aunt. No, it was Oh, all right. Well, I'll give her respect then. All right. Since it's your aunt, that's all right. That's fine by me then. If it was your aunt, I'm good. But yeah, man, zero, 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 three, zero. Like mm-hmm. just what paid was wild. I mean, I, I had what? Four, zero. I had five, two the other way, like in another one. I was like, damn it. I'm just uh, falling into the wrong traps. And I had great numbers too. That's one of the years. I mean, in another square board I was in, I was on one number on every single quarter. Missed missed the other one. Was on one number of every one. It was like, wasn't meant to be. I feel like when I do squares, it's every other year. I won last year. I didn't win shit this year. So hopefully next year I win some squares. I had a lot of money on squares this year. I had, uh, let's see, 140 in yours, another 100 elsewhere. So I lost 240, but... One uh, one of my Super Bowl bets. We'll get into that as we as we go on. But zero zero after the first quarter, just kind of sloppy, boring game. Commercials were okay. You know, yeah. I think we've just now that we anticipate just badass commercials, we want to see them, but we don't get them. And we there was some funny ones. We'll get into some commercials here in a bit. But the so zero zero, and you know, we're like, oh, this is kind of kind of boring game is this how it's going to be you know you just wondered is this what it looks like for this year is this going to be that super bowl that's just oh it's it's awful and it 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 picked up in the second quarter so i think what it started out that uh san fran scored a tutty or did they get a field goal first or a tutty um they had a field goal first moody made that 57 yarder oh, yeah. to uh, break the record um, for, or was it a 55-yarder to break the 55, record? Yeah, 55-yarder yeah. he made to break the record. Um, Super Bowl field goal until um, about five minutes later when Bucker came down and made a 57-yarder and then broke that record. So, <laughs> yeah, um, little little back and forth, which you don't really see much, but broken record back and forth. So, interesting on the field goals. But, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't a very exciting first half. Um, Kansas City – what they were down well it was it was it was they got the field goal so that was 12 seconds into the second quarter and then later on McCaffrey got that pass from Juwan Jennings by the way who showed out game of his life yeah. Juwan Jennings looked good and uh and the moody got that game thrown by Juwan Jennings to Christian McCaffrey so it was 10 nothing all the way until 20 seconds left in the quarter you know they could have they they could have gotten aggressive but they just went for the field goal 28 yarder from Bucker went to halftime so at halftime, man, what did you think of that halftime show with Usher? I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was the yeah. best one since Prince. Yeah, it was it was awesome. You know, I loved me some Dre and Snoop and Eminem and all that when that happened. But Usher, dude, just a performer. And and if you looked at that, so I don't know if people know, but you don't get paid directly for halftime shows. However, when they did the stats and they did the polls and analytics, he made 52 – well, he had $52 million worth of exposure for that. He dropped an album. At that time, he got married that day, by the way, mm-hmm. and uh, he announced his tour. So he's got all that going on. He, Dude can dance. Yeah. Forgot all the hits no. he had. 
still dance. He's 45 years old. I forget he's 45, dude. He's been around for fucking 30 years. So like his old shit came out when he was what, 16. Mm-hmm. So it's been that long, 30 years, man. And he's, he still looks good. Still looks young. Black don't crack as Cody says. And uh, <laughs> he, he looked good, man. He had the dance moves and he comes out on the fucking skates. Like yeah, just showing that, was, that he's got the skills. That was good. Um, I love the, the Peter Griffin um, meme or video of him. You know, <laughs> no, no, but no, no. When he's just skating around the thing. Oh yeah, that I <laughs> did. I send yeah. you that. It, it's what nobody usher boom. Yay, yay! And then uh, her came out, you know, and uh, I was like, oh shit, it's her. And they're like, her who? I'm like, her. I didn't know who that was. No oh, idea. dude, she's awesome playing a guitar, and you know that's when he went and did the quick change. Come out, you had little John. Little John announces some shit, and then of course Luda comes out. And then, dude, when they were playing, you know they were doing yeah to close it out. But when Luda came out, they were playing. I don't know if you caught it. They switched the tune of yeah, and it went to Freak a Leak, like the beat to Freak a Leak. And I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna get Petey Pablo. Yeah. Like I was getting stoked, but I'm like, I can't do Freak a Leak on this. No, but, I mean, half of it would be bleeped out. They really wouldn't be able to make that happen. But what a what a fucking halftime show! And uh, Usher was about awesome. Alicia man. Keys too. Don't oh, Alicia Keys. Keys, yeah. Don't can't forget Alicia. All that shit. You know, they're talking shit. What's Swiss Beat saying over there? Yeah. Alicia gets home. He didn't give a shit. They're uh, they're all good. Alicia still looking good and mm-hmm. still sounding great. You know. Can't forget about her. And then you come out and you see those halftime adjustments. So they were they were pretty good because they come out and uh you know five minutes in or with five minutes left in the in the third quarter, Bucker, 57 yard or new record. Yep. And he he hit it low, like low. It he slipped. Yeah, he slipped and still gets a 57 yarder. Dude's clutch. And uh and then MVS man got that 16 yard pass. That was an awesome broken down play and and that's just Andy Reid calling plays broken down MVS is wide open just dump it right to him because they're so worried and we've talked about this they're so worried about Travis Mm -hmm. so worried about Travis the dude's just a game he's a baller man and you can't when you're trying to cover him and you can't that's what sucks and then uh you get into the fourth quarter and we had a 13-10 game Juwan Jennings comes out, gets a pass from Brock Purdy and uh so then we get 16-13 then we get the and they miss the extra point don't forget that, which played a factor later. It got blocked. I want to say he missed it. Got blocked. Mm-hmm. Bucker gets that twenty-four yard field goal. But what we need to mention about that MVS play too, I should go back to that third quarter, the punt. So everybody was shitting on the dude that went and jumped on it. But when you look and they play the replay, and I got mad. I was listening to New Heights today. They didn't know because they're like, "Oh, he shouldn't have went after. They shouldn't have done it." I'm like, it hit his fucking teammate yeah. in the foot. It hit his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't have a choice. He made a great heads up play. And, just, and he was pointing like, and you know, he's saying shit like, hey, get away, pointing yeah. everything. Caesar hit his guy and went for it. So I praise that guy for doing his job. And the other guy just like, dude, come on, man. And he's not the one getting all the shit. It's the dude that went after it. And I'm like, go watch fucking replay. If you were watching the game, I was like, it had to have hit somebody. There's no way that dude yeah. would have went after that. Yeah, and you, it did. Well, and you can just tell from a ricochet, too. I yeah. Mean, and honestly, if you really go back, you could hear it. I mean, you could hear the thump off the foot. It wasn't off the field or anything. You could just tell it hit somebody. Now, you don't know, obviously, in fast motion, you don't know if it hit it a chief guy or not. But the one person I'm going to trust to go get that is the punt returner who's literally watching the ball. 
So yeah. I figured it had to hit his guy. And then obviously after the third replay they showed, it popped him right in the ankle. And I was like, yeah, he had to go for Because they're all like, why is he going after it? Because it probably hit his fucking guy. Give some guys credit, man. Yeah. Jesus. And so, you know, that was a touchdown. And again, Jawan comes out in the fourth quarter with 11 minutes left, scores a tutty, missed the extra point, which is huge later on. Bucker, again, clutch, hits the field goal. Uh, Moody comes in, hits another 50-yarder, the minute from 53 left, put him up 19-16. And then Mahomes doing what Mahomes does, under two minutes, drives him down the field. And that play, dude, fuck it, the fourth down play, you know, mm-hmm. for ex- a few of them, like him running up the gut. I know it happened in overtime, too. Him running up the gut, my favorite play, they did, and he knew it was coming. Travis is right, you know, right under the left guard, and he goes with Pat. And it was like this, is, and I was like, "Here's what's going to happen: Pat's either running it, or it's going before the play even happened. You know what's happening? Either mm-hmm. Pat's running it, or he's giving it to Kelsey. And what? How was it set up? Perfect that if the linebacker comes with Pat, he's giving it to Travis. If he goes with Travis, he's running it. Yeah, exactly what he did. They've had that play all year just waiting to use it, and that was going to be the time. And it didn't have to because Mahomes just broke out and just ran. But, and the, I mean, it's one of those things that you, Reed has these plays drawn. Everyone, like I said, everyone praises Kyle Shanahan and him for all these fancy trick plays and shit he does well. Everyone don't really forget – or everyone forgets Andy Reed has them too. So And, and yeah, and it's simple plays too. It's just misdirection. He does a lot of misdirection. Mm-hmm. Is what Andy does, and he's so good at it, and he's been doing it for years. And then the play, dude, I was ho- like, you know, I was wearing the same hoodie, Super Bowl, my Tay Tay Swift hoodie. <laughs> and, uh, dude, I was hoping Trav was going to score that touchdown. He fucking caught that ball and was booking it. And I was like, oh, dude, if he just trucks this fucking corner, yeah. and he did, but he, he, he played it smart. He hit him because he knew if he ran him over, he was good. But he, the, that dude didn't get up for a minute. Oh, yeah, and- he blew his shoulder out trying to tackle him. Yeah, and then Trav, you know, gets out of bounds, and then they just play it smart and kick. They go for it one time, put it only where Travis could catch it. It was a little low, but he put it only where he could catch it. And then they did the smart thing, and yes, I they could have. They could have run another play. Too. Yeah, you're right, Warner. I yeah, probably, I mean, he was on him. I thought they were going to call him. Surprised they. Did. I give the refs credit because they called a been, great game. Well, I mean, that would have been the crazy because what do you do at that point then? Um, yeah, you know, you have. You get that. You have six, seven seconds left on the one. Do you run it? You still have a timeout, so they could. That's what I'm saying. What do you do? You know, do you do you run it or do you run the little? Because everyone thinks Pacheco's going to get it up the gut, run the fake play action, and throw a little out to Kelsey and end the game right there. So, and yeah. I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah, um, but they 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 played it smart because they knew they knew what they were doing. And then my favorite part overtime, like I was aware of the new rules to an extent like we haven't seen them it's been in play for two years in the playoffs like i knew yeah. that i knew that if san fran scored a touchdown they would still have a shot i knew that going in i didn't know about the time until thank thank you tony romo who told us like hey the time here is just another quarter but that made me think why why have a fucking another quarter like why even have time you know in it but you know i whatever i get it so the overtime the coin toss, <laughs> San Fran wins the toss and receives the ball. And I was kind of, I was like, wait, what? And the ref even asked him, he's like, you want to receive? <laughs> like he double asked him. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to leave it to Pat to <laughs> end the game. Okay. So San Fran gets the ball, runs it, gets down the field, you know, doing good, get down the field. And they get that fourth down play or third down play. And, 
everybody's giving Purdy shit. Oh, you had guys open. And I got so pissed off listening to people like just shit on Purdy. Oh, it's Purdy's fault. First off, Purdy left the game twice, fourth quarter overtime with a lead. Mm -hmm. The dude played fucking awesome for his second year against one of the best defenses in the league. And the biggest stage, 200 fucking million people watched that game. And dude, dude did great. Now, if you go back and watch that play, I watched it because I was getting pissed off at people just like, and I give, I give uh, our boy Stephen A, you know, credit because he's like, yeah, he's, he played great. He did awesome. But who was, so, Shannon Sharp was shitting all over Brock Purdy. Like, he can't win that game. Like, first off, he's playing against arguably the guy that's going to go down to be the GOAT, if not number two. And, you know, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, but, and, what you, but what did he do to lose the game would be the rebuttal. He didn't do anything to lose the game. Correct. And so they're like, oh, he should have got that ball off in the open. I'm like, first off, he got rushed immediately. And oh, if you watch that play back, play. if you watch that play back, the right tackle completely missed his assignment. Oh, yeah. he, he tapped the guy that ended up forcing the rush, you know, on his left and went to block the outside, the outside D lineman coming, DN coming, who was picked up and blocked. So free. So I'm like, that was your fuck up right there. Nobody's talking about that where he just hit him with his left hand and he got around and rushes Purdy. No, but, I mean, like again, at the end of the day, everything lives and dies by the quarterback because that's how it is. But I tell you what, Purdy's a fucking stud, dude. Like that just proved it. Like, yes, he's got talent around him, but so do – and people are saying, oh, he's got all the talent in the world around him. I'm like, so do other fucking teams. Yeah, and, I mean, the problem is that talent is going to be gone. I mean, there's too much money there. So Yeah, I gone. But also defensive, and I, I think that was – I think that could have been San Francisco's – I mean, I, that could have been their – they're open right there. I mean, McCaffrey's not getting younger. And everyone forgets McCaffrey had a few years where he got injured. He had a healthy year this year. Yeah. He's, he's 28. He's getting I older mean, for a running. He's old for a running back. And he takes some fucking hits. Oh, he's not scared, dude. He doesn't go down. He fucking that's the problem. Runs that's, that's like that's a career shortener. So yep. people got to remember that. But I mean, Super Bowl, Super Bowl windows aren't very big. And Sam Franz had a, probably the largest one besides Kansas City. Um, and they've failed every time. And Kyle Shanahan blew another 10-point lead in the Super Bowl. I mean, in, in an important game, I should say, in general. I mean, you knew right when they came out up 10, and what what they do? What'd they do when they came out of half up 10? What's the first what's the first two plays they ran? Who's that? Passes. San Francisco. They came yeah. right out of half, and what they do? They ran passes. Why? Why are you running passes? Oh, well, oh yeah, when they, they got run the, the ball, ball back from KC. Didn't you learn when you were up 28-3 against Brady? Run, I mean, run the ball. What do you, I don't understand what you're doing. So, And it's not that Kansas City went down and scored and they had to. They they went three and out. I mean, Kansas City came out and they went three and out. So, I, I mean, it just, it's just – They, they didn't use him enough. Yeah, he had three and a half yards of carry, but that's the best player on the field. He also had 30 fucking touches. So, I mean – Yeah. And – you know, we get into overtime, so that happens, and then Pat has the ball, and you just knew what was going to happen. They had a fourth down they had to get, and he ran it and just went right up the gut. And then, you know, that that badass play at the end, and time's running down. Tony reminded us, because I'm like, what what the fuck happens here? Do they got to call timeout? And he's like, it goes into another quarter if they don't score. Mm. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, that clears that up. And well, because that's what I was sitting there waiting. I'm like, man, I said this They're is letting the time go, yeah. And I said, I get it. I was like, 
I figured they were letting it run because they knew. And then, yeah, Romo finally said that because I didn't know the rule on that. I'm like, are they just going to call a timeout, kick the extra point, go to double over or kick the field goal and go to double overtime? And I thought, then, and then do once you think Romo said, did good, by the way? Um, I think in the second half, he calmed down. The first half was rough. First half was pretty bad. Second half was better for both of them. The first, the first half for Romo was rough. I was like, oh, God, about to mute it. But um, yeah, the second half, he did a lot better. Yeah, it was, it was good. And then, of course, they run that decoy play. Cole Hartman, who fucking blacked out, <laughs> he yeah. blacked out because well, he didn't know they won. After well, after I went back and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I go back and look, and he's like, yeah, he was looking to give the ball to the ref. Yeah, he, he didn't. He, really he had no, no clue. Idea. And then you you hear the mic'd up when Mahomes came in. We're world champs, baby. <laughs> you got it. And it was it was just it was sweet. And you see Kelsey on that play too. Because he runs the linebacker out, yeah. to break the space. He was watching on the jumbo trying. He wasn't, even yeah. Watching. He was because he, he knew he knew where it was going, and he was yeah. waiting for it. And the difference of the teams there is Sam Fran. Two of the guys said didn't know the overtime rules. And what did Andy Reid do? They've been practicing that mm-hmm. for a long time. And he's like, "So corn dog play. We've been running. We knew if we got in the situation, and you heard that if they if Sam Fran would have scored a touchdown, KC was ready." They're going to go, go down two. and go for two. Yeah, that would have been fucking it. nuts. Yeah, they were just going to end it, which I love um, because he knew, but it makes it even better. And then today, Kyle Shannon, I don't know if you saw it today, Kyle Shannon came out and said, yeah, well, we wanted the ball the third time. <laughs> so he didn't know. He, he might he might stay that today, but he obviously didn't know. So. Yeah, he had no idea. And you know what? What a Super Bowl. Fun Super Bowl again. It was great to watch. Some of the commercials were fun. Um, the after parties looked fucking wild. Yeah. And all the videos, you know, like my favorite video I saw was Taylor Swift, the one she posted, because she doesn't post shit like that. And she's it, they're playing a um, backseat windows up. That's the way you like to play. And you just see she shows Travis, sticks his tongue out, goes to her mom and dad, drinking a beer, and then goes to her, just face. Yeah. <laughs> like when you bring your parents. But fucking the best was Jason. With the luchador mask. And he found that. He didn't even bring it. He Did found he? it. <laughs> and he's just up there with Marshmallow the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just going wild. And he lost his voice. Uh he was on the podcast. I was listening to it today. He could barely talk. And uh it, it was just amazing. And it made me think. So he hasn't officially retired yet. And they're saying that he might come back. He's fielding some offers yeah, yeah. for TV. But if I was him, what do you think about this? If you can get him at a discount, what about him going to KC? Play with his brother. I don't think they will because they have a center. I don't think he – I think Creed – I mean, Creed Humphreys is a good center. I don't think he'd go there. I don't think he could go there, and or they wouldn't – You think if they lose, out. like, a guard, he could shift uh, Humphreys yeah, over? Probably not. Yeah. I don't th- – I think he's done. I think yeah. – I think He's he, old, too, man. He's 36. Yeah. I mean, he's got the podcast. His girls are, what, five and three, so yeah, – I They're young. I think he's probably going to be – he'll be done, and he's got plenty of money there. They'll be just fine. So, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And he, and he lives, like, in just a regular house like we do. Like, it's awesome. Dude's just a cool cat. And, uh, you know, getting into the parade today, man, 22 people got shot. One dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Un-fucking-believable. Yep. Can't even go outside and enjoy a parade, but, yep, sad for that. Yeah, it's it's awful, and and I didn't. I was at uh, Allware actually 
when I saw it happen. So when, when did it, I don't know enough about it. When did, when did this transpire? I, when I got home, um, when I got home today, I saw that I had alerts on my phone saying that. So I didn't even see it till I got home at 515 that they popped up, you know, that I don't know. They probably came up at 430 or something and said it. So, I mean, it had to be towards the end. Cause I don't think it, I don't think it affected anything like parade wise that stopped it or the players weren't in trouble. I think it was just toward the end or maybe it was the aftermath. I'm not sure. I, I don't know, but I saw they had two or three people in custody. So 21 person's dead. 21 were wounded by gunfire. Three people have been detained and under investigation. Eight were in immediate. So of the people wounded by gunfire, eight were in immediately life-threatening condition. Seven were in life-threatening condition. So eight were in it. Oh, cause one, one died and, uh, just, just absolutely yep. sad and insane. Everyone got a ruin, ruin a good moment. Yeah. It's just, it's terrible. So children's mercy hospital were treating 12 patients from the rally, 11 of which were children. Nine had gunshot wounds, nine kids. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. Terrible. Between the ages of six and fifteen, all are expected to recover, which is good, but just senseless. Yeah, sure is just dumb shit. So but. the shooting started immediately after the last speech, is what it is. What uh, one of the natives said that was there, one of the Kansas City natives. It's unreal. Jeez. Unreal. It's sad to see, but. Um, in in a more lighter goodness so our our thoughts go out to those families and people that were affected um we do know that uh spags man got an extension as he should have as he should have you're right contract extension uh and this was kind of surprising wilkes got fired as dc of san fran yeah i i'm not quite sure why they fired him there's i would think there's got to be something going on there with shanahan and wilkes because he had a great defense this year but yeah, I don't get that. I yeah, get that. it doesn't. Steve Wilkes was on point, man, and and just unbelievable. Yeah, well, someone's going to get a good defensive coordinator. Well, yeah, there's all that stuff. You saw the controversy about Dallas and and uh, Rex Ryan, and when you saw that, right, Schefter? Did you nope. see that? You didn't see it? Nope. So Schefter during the Super Bowl. Schefter said, you know, the Dallas has Mike Zimmer and blah, 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 blah. And he's going on and on. And then Rex Ryan's like, that's not official yet. It's not a done deal. And you're like, wait, what? So Schefter's like, what the fuck? And, you know, because he's calling Mm -hmm. him out. And uh, basically, JJ had texted Rex to, I think, probably because they loved him. Schefter even mentioned that they loved Rex Ryan. I didn't even know they fucking interviewed Rex Ryan. Right. they said they loved him. You know, Jerry Jones loved him, all this shit. And what they were saying was they were basically reaching out to see what he would cost, you know? So it's like, huh, pretty interesting. So it was, it didn't look like there was ink to paper, but I think at this point there is, is there ink yet with Zimmer? Yeah. yeah Zimmer's officially the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he, that is official now. Now it's official. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why he'd want Rex Ryan. I'm, why are we going to pull an analyst out of the booth who hasn't coached in five years? And God damn, they had Rob Ryan. That didn't work out either. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I mean, Zimmer is Zimmer. 
he did it. He's coming back, but I, and he, and he runs what that double A right? So like Zimmer's double A, where he gets basically seven to eight people on the line, and you never know who's coming. Which yeah. with Dallas, that could work very well because they got a lot of talent. Teams. Yeah, the big yeah. thing is the safety play. I mean, Zimmer's big on safety play. You have to have safeties who are pretty much corners. So right now, I mean, they have one, um, but they, they're going to need. They're going to need to do something. They're going to need to draft. They're going to need to pick up somebody in the offseason because um, they're going to need safety help. I mean, simple as that. So, yeah, because we'll right now, what do they got? They got Curse and Wilson, right? Yeah. I mean, and Curse is more of a cover guy. Wilson is more of a take your head off guy, which is fine. You need that in a strong safety. And, and Hooker's there too, but, you know, he's yeah. getting older. Yeah. So we'll see what they end up doing, but I'm happy football's over. It was not a great. It wasn't a great end of the football season, so I can go a couple months without football. I ain't mad about it. Yeah, and you know we're gonna get the Cowboys are gonna get Diggs back. You know they did all that shit without Diggs, so you're getting him back. It it should be, and then Gilmore. We'll see. He's he's probably coming back, right? Uh, I mean, I could see him retiring. Honestly, I mean, maybe he'll come back for one more, but I could see him retiring. But if they got him on another one year deal, I think that'd be good with a healthy. With the healthy digs and, and Bland, um, you know, I think that'd be really good because you can have Bland be your slot guy more or less um, and, you know, or have Gilmore be your slot guy, whatever, whatever you want to do, um, you know, and, and still have three good cornerbacks there. So, yeah, hopefully that's – hopefully he does come back. But And did you see uh, Anthony Lynn also into the commanders? So they're putting together a little coaching staff over there. Yeah. It's not surprising. I mean, they got to do something. They've sucked for the last 20 years. So, well, they wouldn't have been doing this if uh, old Dan Snyder was still still the coach, right? Yeah, exactly. Definitely not because, you know, Dan Snyder is a, a bum and a crook. <laughs> he, uh, he absolutely is. So, you got what? Dan Quinn, Cliff Kingsbury, Joe Witt, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's a solid, solid team there, solid coaching team. Yeah. So um, we'll see what Dan's able to do. I mean, still, you got to run through Dallas. You got to run through Philly. Giants are no pushover for them. Uh, who do you think they're going to run with quarterback this year? I mean, honestly, I think I think they're going to draft Caleb Williams. I think Sam Howell should be their guy, but they're not going to they're not going to let that happen. And I think they're going to either trade up or make some sort of deal with Chicago that they get. Because Cliff's the guy, yeah, and uh, but that makes you. I don't know if you've heard this too. They're saying if if uh, Chicago's either going to trade out or trade Fields. And did you hear who's really interested in Fields? And this, yes, yep. fucking and dude, you put him with them, and that's what you want—a coach like Tomlin. Not to say Dan Quinn's not a good coach, if he, you know, but he's not going to fucking Washington. No. But yeah, man, if Fields, Fields in Pittsburgh. Game changer. Yeah. I mean, it would be it would be big for the Bears. There's no doubt about it. Um, Steelers have to give up a long haul. Um, but what do you think they do? Maybe they give up the one this year and maybe a one next year? No, nah, I I mean Pittsburgh just doesn't make those moves. They never have. They're you know, they know that they have a stout team and they can build they always build through the draft. So why give up 
my mind, why give up your picks this year and next year, possibly? And somebody, I mean, it's not just going to be two first round picks. You're going to be giving up three to four picks for Justin Fields and uh, maybe Deontay Johnson, maybe Najee Harris, Jalen Warren. You're not just giving up picks for Justin Fields. You, you yeah, are, because the giving, Bears are actually smart with trading. <laughs> they actually. I mean, and what do the Bears need? The Bears need a running back, right? So if that's what they were going to do, if I'm, if I, if they're entertaining fields, I say, I want your one this year. I want your two this year. I want your probably not one, but give me another two or three next year. And I want Najee Harris. And that's, I mean, it's going to be a haul. So we'll see. You know, if Pittsburgh's going to do it, I just, they never make big trades like Pittsburgh just never, they're like Dallas. They just don't, right? They try to build through the draft, they don't make big, flashy trades. They want those guys. So I don't see it happening, um, but you never know. I mean, it, it all depends, right? You get Justin Fields and you know he's the guy that throw to George Pickens and um, maybe if Deontay Johnson stays, then maybe you do give up the haul for it. But I, I just don't – I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think the Bear. I, I truly think the Bears are going to trade back to Washington Um for you know something stupid, couple picks this year. They keep Fields. They draft Harrison, um, and and then draft offensive line, and then that's their first round. You know, keep your keep your guy in Fields. Get another great wide receiver piece to be on the side of DJ Moore and Cole Komet. Get yourself an offensive lineman. Um, what because what's their other pick? Eight, ten, something like that. So get yourself a. An offense, a good offensive lineman, which will still be there because people are going to want quarterbacks, um, and build from there. Get yourself a running back in the second or third round. Get yourself a couple defensive pieces and run. You know, run it. You got a chance. You got a chance to win the NFC North next year, right? I get it. Like the Lions, you know, they won the division this year and they look good towards the end of the year, but they struggled at times. They're they're beatable. Uh, Jordan Love and the Packers. You know, who knows. Um, it could have been a one-hit wonder the last six games. We we don't know. We don't know. And the Vikings, who knows? I mean, that division is such a crapshoot. But if the Bears get rid of Fields and rebuild again with Caleb Williams, <laughs> I mean, you can only do it so many times. you got to stick with somebody. Like you have to. So that's why I think they go with Fields, especially with the promise they showed towards the end of the year. So. So what they're what they're saying is if they do go Caleb Williams number one, that the Bears could re- return at least a second round pick for Fields. Some suggest a first could be in play. Yeah, I, I think it would be more than that. I think their asking price would be pretty large. Yeah, it'll be interesting as they get closer to determine what they want to do. Um, and then speaking of you know. Uh, Buckeye quarterback. How about the Buckeyes? So Bill O'Brien is already resigned and going to Boston College head mm-hmm. coaching gig. And uh we get old Chip Kelly resigns from UCLA and uh gonna be the old Ohio State Buckeyes offensive coordinator. Yeah. Should be interesting. I don't really have many opinions on it just because I haven't really followed Chip Kelly the last 10 years. So um it'll be interesting to see how Chip fits in there, but you give yourself, um, you know, a couple mobile quarterbacks to work with Chip. That's what Chip works well with, are mobile quarterbacks. Um, so, and he's calling plays, right? Yeah, Chip will be calling plays. And, I mean, he's worked with Day before, so I like that. 
Um, you know, that's big. They have, they have a prior relationship, right? It's not a guy that he's a good offensive coordinator. So he's coming in, they've worked together. So it makes me feel a little bit better, but no matter what, dude, you can let me there and go call plays with the talent they have this year. There's no reason why. I mean, and and that was, you could have Helen Keller call plays for him. I I wish you were, I know you were probably busy that day, but like Dub and I were getting into it. I wish he was here to defend himself, but we got uh, yeah, I, I looked and saw you guys. There was like twelve to fifteen texts, and I was like, "God, yeah. I skimmed yeah. through them." But I'm like, "Dude, you're out of your mind." So Dub's thought is, "Why would you?" Because we know that Chip wants to get an NFL job again, coordinator, whatever it is. So his thing is, "Why would you leave a head coaching gig to?" But he does make a point, and the valid point there is, he was going to get fired from UCLA anyway at some point. Yeah. And they already had it, it was already fire, you know, and it was already there and that, that was happening. So would you, and I told Dub, I'm like, think about this, dude. You have a head coaching job at UCLA. You're gonna finish bottom half of the Big Ten, guaranteed. Yep. And or you could go to our this team, the Buckeyes are favored to win the champ national championship. If they don't, it's a bust with what they've right. done. And so would you leave UCLA, who by the way, finished 18 out of 18 in the Big Ten for recruiting? And leave and go to the number one team in the country who is favored to run the table mm-hmm. and be the OC, call the plays with all the talent. You have a good year. Guaranteed you're going to go to the NFL. Yeah. I'm like, dude. I get, I get, and I get what he says, but Chip Kelly already went to the NFL and failed. Like, as a head coach, right? And they did okay, but he's, he wasn't. The Eagles had like one good year and the rest of them were mediocre. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a failure, right? I mean, Nick, Nick Saban failed and what happened? He came back to college and he probably could have been an NFL head coach 10 times over, but he didn't do it because he didn't. Yeah, give and, and I think Chip knows he's best served as an OC in the pros and he could easily get that job with so, the Buckeyes, yeah, not so with UCLA as head to re, coach. To rebut Dub's point, I get it. Yeah, every, oh, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Goals. Dub, I get it. Dub being a football coach should have a goal to be a head coach in the NFL doesn't mean it's going to happen. I right. mean, that's the tough part, right, is that there's only 32 of those spots. And I don't think someone's going to come knocking on Chip Kelly's door to be the coach when you have – I mean, hell, and don't get me wrong, I don't think Ryan Day is anything special, but when you have a Ryan Day, when you have Kalen DeBoer who could go there. I mean, look, Jim Harbaugh just went there. How many other college coaches went to the NFL this year besides Jim Harbaugh? None. Hello, Brian. <laughs> well, he went back to college. Yeah, he went to yeah. Boston. But that's what I'm saying. No, none. There's no other smoke out there. Chip, if it was Jim Harbaugh and Chip Kelly, whoever got the Chip Kelly, yeah, they're they're not doing yeah, so much. Harbaugh and Harbaugh knows what he's doing and he's proven in the NFL. And, and there's so many good coordinators right now in the NFL who stayed home who still can be head coaches, right? I mean, Ben Johnson, we know, is gonna be the next probably the next head coach after Detroit, um, you know, again this year. He's gonna run it back one more time, but you know, he'll be gone after that. Um, you know, Eric Bieniemy still a possibility who's out there. There's just, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of guys out there in the NFL already who could be head coaches who everyone, every NFL team is going to take over Chip Kelly. So Chip, Chip will be best head coach in college again at the, at the best, at the absolute best. That'll be it for Chip Kelly. I mean, right. I shouldn't say that in a head coaching realm, college. In a coordinator role, yeah, he'd go back to the NFL, no doubt, but not as a head coach. I just don't see it. The um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting year. But yeah, we're we're saying it now. Ohio State is the probably heavy favorite outside of Georgia 
to win the national championship. I mean, it's it's win or bust. And if if they don't win, you think Day gets fired? 100%. 100, 100%. He'll get fired if they don't win a national title this year. Yeah, I mean, they, they spent $15 million in the portal. They got all the fucking talent in the world. And two, two what, five stars coming in at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Uh, who do we got? Howard? Um, yep. You got Howard and you got Aaron Holden and Julian Sands. So. Yeah. Yeah, so. got, got it all. There's no excuses. Um, And then really quick, because we really don't talk about college basketball, to stay in the Ohio State realm, Chris Holtman got fired today from Ohio State, which is about three years overdue. <laughs> um, probably one of the biggest busts ever. Um, someone who had so much potential coming out of Butler um, to be, you know, coming back to his home city or his home state to coach basketball and it's just been such a disappointment it's, i wanted all i want to do was to like chris holtman and he just he was just terrible i mean i think they've blown six ten point ten plus point leads in the second half this year two 18 point leads in the last two weeks in the second half um so yeah uh, buckeyes needed a change uh john i'm sorry jake jake diebler i think it's jake diebler john diebler's brother Yep. Um, is the acting head coach for the rest of the year, and we'll, and watch him go, watch him go win the Big Ten uh, tournament, <laughs> get a bid into the tournament now, um, which would be hilarious. But yeah, so a lot of coaching changes in Ohio State land. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be wild, and um, you know, next year we're looking at what we got. So Buckeyes, I mean, back with football. Their hardest game is going to be in uh, Eugene. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, see how it goes. Yeah, it will be. But they have a they have a weak schedule compared to most this year, which is why they are favored, and they should be. Yeah, they should be. And you know, I think Michigan State's win total right now is five and a half. I'm like, uh, it better be a lot higher. <laughs> it 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 should be more than that. They should should more than that they got a good good class coming in with coach smith we'll see what he does with the program and uh we'll be all right so who knows but uh all right let's let's go to golf we got golf last week yeah the waste management with just the craziest craziest weather ever there probably um i mean it was colder in scottsdale arizona than it was in toledo ohio three of the four days of the tournament (laughs) so Take that as you will. They had rain. They had frost delays. They had wind. I mean, everything you could imagine was just brutal weather. They did finish it on Sunday, though, after um, they didn't get it done Thursday. They didn't get it done Friday, Saturday. They didn't get done. They finished Saturday round Sunday morning and ended up finishing the tournament in a playoff, mind you, in a playoff um, on Sunday night. So good for them for getting the tournament in. A lot of crazy shit went down with the fans. They had to cut off alcohol sales for the first time. Um, sounds like a lot of a lot of the players were angry the way the PGA handled it. Even Scott Van Pelt said someone needs to be an adult and someone needs to be an adult in the room at the Phoenix Open. Um, so yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be some changes next year for that tournament. But um, Nick Taylor, Scottsdale native, uh, Canadian, but now Scottsdale native, ended up winning in a playoff on the second hole over Charlie Hoffman. Um, who had a crazy tournament out of nowhere. Charlie Hoffman, I think, hasn't even finished in the top five in like five years or something um, and was leading the entire time. So, And and, and he sh- on the weekend, he shot 64-64 and lost in a playoff. Um, but good for Charlie Hoffman, man. It's good to see him up there. I've always liked Charlie Hoffman. 
Um, so he gets a second out of it. Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler tied for third. Sahith Tagalo is fifth. Spieth, Maverick McNeely, um, both tied for sixth. Adam Scott, Kurt Kitayama, Cam Young, and Andrew Novak all tied eight. Justin Thomas sitting there in 12th. Made a run, but just couldn't get it going on the weekend after shooting a 65 on Friday. So for hours, um, we had a dub with Byung Hung An shooting a 66, or I'm sorry, finishing in 66. Myself and Parrot got a five out of Sahith Thagala. Um, and I had a nice little, nice little pre-bet on him. I was hoping he was going to win, but he didn't. Um, dub got a four, I'm sorry, Gray got a 49 out of Eric Cole. Cody had his first technical miscut of someone he picked with JT Poston. Um, and Jeremy had a 12 out of Justin Thomas. So far, by the way, Parrot and Jeremy both have not missed a cut yet. And they're not going to miss a cut this week because we are at Riviera, which is a signature event. Um, so we have 50 of the top 60 players in the world in attendance for this. There is only 80 players in this. So no cut this week. Everybody will be making the quote unquote cut, but because it is a signature event, um, you know, it's more money, no cut, all this stuff that the PGA is doing this year. So um, this Riviera Country Club, this is Tiger's event, Tiger hosts this event. Tiger's playing in this event. So pretty fun, pretty impressive. Um, Southern California, of course, they've played forever. Used to be the LA Open. Um, just an awesome tournament. You're going to get the best of the best here at this tournament. And um, it's a pretty tough course, long course, 7,300 plus yards. Um, but the par fives are actually pretty easy, shockingly. There's a lot of longer par four and par threes, but yeah, the par fives are where you can really score on this course. So um, the funny thing is I saw a tweet today from Max Homa saying, technically he's the defending champ of this. You know when he last won this event? No idea. 2021 Joaquin Neiman and John Rahm were the last two winners and they're, oh, both they're gone. So he's, he made a funny tweet about that today. It made me laugh. So yeah, Rahm won last year, Joaquin Neiman the year before home in 21 and Adam Scott in 2020, the year before that, by the way, this was dominated by now live people. Bubba Watson's won it three times. Dustin Johnson's won it twice. So the live guys, uh, even though they're not playing have uh, done really well in this tournament. Um, so this week, um, again, even last week with Nick Taylor, it was another, I think Nick Taylor ended at like a 95 to one favorite, um, last week. Um, so not quite a hundred to one, but still another underdog, man. We have not had a favorite win a golf tournament yet. I think this could be the week to change it. Um, I do, but we'll see. I mean, it's, it's very interesting, um, how it's played out, but, so far right now, um, we have Parrot in first, 26 and a half. He's not on the show, so we'll have to get his pick. Got it. Just put it in. Just got it. Hot yeah, off the press. Luke, Lucas Glover for Parrot. I like it. Um, I somehow snuck my way into second with a 34.5. Jeremy is in third at 35.5. Gray with 37.7. Dub with 46.8. Cody at a whopping 55. Go Cody. Yeah. So um, this week being a non-cut event, it's one of those where you kind of want to take someone who's not really quite that, you know, someone who's not, you're not going to miss a cut this week. Um, I mean, in all honesty, I really like Patrick Cantlay this week, but I don't want to waste him. Um, I really like Tony Fina this week. Not going to waste him. I really like Sam Burns this week. Not going to waste him. 
So I'm going to go this week um, with someone who's been playing some decent golf. He's just been here or there. Probably someone I really should save because he always makes the cuts in majors. But I'm going with Christian Bazendahoot this week. Um, My guess is he'll finish probably mid-packing up. Hopefully I can get a top 20 out of him, but I'm going to, I'm going to run him this week. I did thinking about, I did think about taking Tiger, but I have a bad feeling that he's going to uh, withdraw. (laughs) I think he's going to withdraw at some point. So yeah, we're going to go with uh, Bazendahoot this week. So I'm going to go with a guy, um, like you said, there's a lot of guys I would like to take here, but I don't want to waste them yet. We got a lot of golf to go this year and uh, how we run golf. You can pick them once. So I got to save those guys, especially for the majors and towards the end of the season. And um, so this year and for this one, I'm going to take a guy that's running off 80 to one. So I'm going to go with Kurt Kitayama. It's a good pick. I almost went with him as well. He's been playing very good golf also. So good pick this week. I'm actually putting him in right now for a top five and bet 365 for the week. So let me get that bet in. Love it. Because I did, I do uh, one of them that I did want to get into. And we'll get Dub's pick. We know Cody won't pick. So, yep. It's all good. What is Kitty Yama at here? Let's see. Ooh, 70 to one. I like it. Nice. All right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's it for golf. Um, Let's uh, we got NBA All-Star Week this week so yeah. before before we get into old NASCAR, uh, which I know is a big week this week for NASCAR. But let's uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about that. Um, yeah, they're in Indy this week. I know that. Um, honestly, I haven't seen the All-Star lineups. I don't even know who's in the slam dunk, the three point. I have no clue. I haven't really been paying attention to anything on that at all. Yeah, there's a, a lot of different things going on. And, um, you know, they're in Indy this week. And old uh, Adam Silver was on on uh, the podcast today, Pat McAfee show. He was there today. So Pat Mac just pulling everybody because Pat Mac's a dog. Yeah. Everybody wants to be on Pat Mac. He's a man. So NBA All-Star Week. Uh, they're going back to the East versus West, by the way. Okay, so they're not picking teams. Okay. And uh, they're they're hoping to what they learned was they're hoping to see what Adam Silver said today was they're wanting to see a more more defense than they have in the past because it's usually one ninety to you know one eighty. Uh, yeah, they don't play defense. They don't know what that is. No. So you've got the rising star, and then uh, Puka Nakua wanted to play in the in the basically the celebrity event, and so. The VP, I can't remember his name, gets on uh, the show on fucking Pat Mac's show, and he's like, "Yeah, we want to get Puka Nakua in there. He wants in." He's like, "He's in." I'm like Puka, get a flight, <laughs> get in there. So you got to get there. But um, yeah, so Friday, the Panini Rising Stars practice, Basketball Hall of Fame news conference, Ruffles NBA All Star Celebrity Game is on at seven on Friday. And then the Panini Rising Stars game is on. And then Saturday, you got NBA All-Star practice. Uh, Adam Silver gives the news conference uh, All-Star Saturday night. So you've got the Kia Skills Challenge, the Starry, Starry three-point contest. Got to like Starry. Do you, do you like that? Starry better than C- Sierra Mist? 
Um, uh, it tastes the same to me. All right. So the uh, participants, Malik Beasley of the Bucks, Jalen Brunson, Knicks, Therese Halliburton, Pacers, Dame Lillard, Bucks. Uh, he's the defending champ, by the way. Laurie Markkinen from uh, Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, the Cavs, Carl Anthony Towns, T-Wolves, Trey Young, Hawks. Okay. Pretty solid three-point contest. Okay. And then you got uh, you got Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionuscu are in a three-point contest against one another as well. I don't know if you saw that. Just random. Steven versus Sabrina. First ever NBA versus WNBA three-point challenge. Okay. Okay. I like that. That's awesome. Something different, something new. And then uh, AT&T slam dunk contest on to end the evening. Jalen Brown from the Celtics. Jimmy Waquez Jr. from the Heat. Mac McClung. You know who Mac Again. is. Defending champ. And Jacob Toppin from the Knicks. Okay. Mac McClung, man. Dude's a, dude's a dog. He's going to be hard to He's going to be hard to beat. Oh, he's what does Pat McAfee call him? He's a white. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, see them whites out there. You notice we streaking on the Super Bowl. Look at them whites. Um, I need I think I'm sure he'll end up winning again, but hopefully that's what people pay for. But it sounds like three point contest, a lot of studs. The slam dunk should be fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully they have a good. Hopefully they have a good week. I mean, last year was one of the best slam dunks in a while with McClung. So. Oh yeah, dude, dude's a dog, man. He's a baller, and uh, we're gonna have. I know Jeremy's emailed trivia again. He's still under the weather, so we're gonna get to that in a little bit. But uh, I might be able to get to it here now. I just gotta pull up the old internet. The internet's working fine, but it's hard to get another another tab open. It's being a pain in the paying the rear end here so um but i did get the email open so do you want to give us an update on the trivia yeah our updated trivia standings we have gray at 17.5 cody at three myself at 4.5 and dub and parrot both with zero they're doing great and parrot's been on the show yes way to go parrot good Good job job, so um the first one is okay for trivia. You must put the following four NBA. I'll share the screen. Following four NBA players in order from most NBA All Star appearances to least each correct spot will be worth two points. So your people are. Can you see the screen? Um, it is coming up right now. Mm, just says you started screen sharing, but nothing came up. This is done. There it is. Do you see it now? It still says you have started sharing the screen. Oh, it's it's loading. Wonderful. Gotta love when the shit's loading. Nice. So anyway, Derek Rose, John Wall, Kemba Walker, Kyle Lowry. And what was that for again? What are we? Most to least in order. Two points for each one in each correct spot. Most to least for what? Sorry. Most all-star appearances. And it was Kemba, Rose. Kemba, Rose, John Wall, Kyle Lowry. Wall. Hmm. Hmm. Apparently it doesn't even want me to type. 
Now it's not even responding for me. Gotta love all that shit. Gotta love technology. Love tech. All right. I got mine in order. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to tell you mine because right. I won't be able to see your chat. Was, oh, you can't even see it? Okay. Nope. So I'm going to go Kemba, Kyle, John, Derek. <laughs> I went about the exact opposite. I went Wall, Rose, Lowry, Kemba. <laughs> so, all right. I got KK. What did I say? KK, JD? Yeah. All right. KK, JD. I want Wall, Rose, Lowry, and then Kemba. So it's Kyle, John, Kemba, Rose. So I had Kemba first, then Kyle. So that's off. John next, then Derek. So I get two for Derek. Do I get any? Kyle, John, Kemba, Derek. Nope. Didn't get any. I got, and I almost went Kyle first. Damn it. Six for Kyle, five for John Wall, four for Kemba. And three for Derek Rose. Hmm. Okay. So we're gonna see uh, what happens with that. It's still trying to share this. Uh, this show might say "fuck it" and end too because <laughs> it's. I had that open up. Microsoft Windows is being a bitch. So hmm. if the show ends, I'll be right back, and then we'll have to splice this all together. Yeah, I like that. Jeremy doesn't have a Daytona 500 question this week. Oh, he's got a wrestling one. He's a slacker. For wrestling, I will give you five factual statements, then using the wrestlers below. So I'll give you the wrestlers. Lesnar, Hogan, Rock, Taker, Triple H. Must place Uh, each wrestler for a given fact. Here, friend, let my cream hydrate you. I hope that's you. Let my yeah. cream hydrate you. What a fucking thing that, to hear. That was Michael Sarah's commercial from the Super Bowl. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm uh, sorry. Give me those wrestlers again. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan, Dwayne, Taker, Triple H. All right. So those guys, and then there's five facts. At You must place each wrestler... For a given fact, all five are used once. Each correct response will be worth two points. Here are five factual statements. So I'm going to end this process, and hopefully I'm still here. If I'm not here, we'll return to the show. (laughs) So let's see what happens. Yep, definitely ended. All right, so we're back after some technical difficulties. Thank you, Bear, for uh, controlling the meeting so that I can call in on my phone while my computer restarts. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Like, we'll oh, come back to trivia, though. So we got yeah. what, NASCAR? Yeah. So NASCAR starts this week already, Daytona 500. We have the uh, duels, if you're listening today on thir- Thursday, um, two duels, both the duels on FS1. Then you'll have the truck race on Friday, Xfinity on Saturday, and then Cup again on Sunday, the big race. Obviously, their Super Bowl starts off the year. But but right now, don't forget, the uh, first two in qualifying get the first two, two spots, and that's on right now. Mm-hmm. That's we're uh, recording. 
Is that Logano's right? one, Larson's two. Is that um set or are they still they still qualify? Chase is going right now. He's tenth. But I think this is round one because the top ten go again. Yes. All right. I just turned it over to that here. So we'll see what we can get. We'll see what we can get on that. Um, but yeah, excited, man. NASCAR season started again. So it's awesome. Um, Dub has already made his pick of Chase Elliott, like he does every year. Um, and his his four, his four, Christopher Bell winning the championship this year. Chase Elliott second, Kyle Bush third, and Kyle Larson fourth for Dub. That's that's shocking. Shocks me. He always picks Chase Elliott. So and he said uh, douche number one. <laughs> yes, I, I made his Kyle Bush. So <laughs> yeah, douche number two is uh Denny Hamlin. That would be Denny Hamlin, yes. Dub's two favorite. Um, but yeah, I mean, should be a good race. Um, the tough part is I still may change my pick, but depending on qualifying, right? I mean, I want to see who's in for sure because I kind of want to pick Jimmy Johnson again this year because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's racing. Um, you know what? Does he, have to get in? He does, does he have to get in? Does he have to qualify in or duel in? Well, that's what we're going to figure out. So I'm going to go Jimmy Johnson pending qualifying. If not, and pick somebody else. Um, and we're going to go from there. So I, 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 I still going to go with Jimmy. I went with Jimmy last year um, and he wrecked out. He was actually having a decent race. So I think he can go through and have a good race again. So I'm going to go with Jimmy here and maybe he can get me a top 10 after some crazy ass wrecks. Yeah. So I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go with a hot guy who's getting into a good car. He did very well filling in last year. And I think he's going to start the season off hot, taking over for Kevin Harvey in the number four give me josh barry man yeah i like that i i like that um you know and we know we know daytona is the crapshoot of all crapshoots so uh but it's good to take someone who's you know kind of there um could win could do that so we'll see if uh barry can have a good run in the in the four car not bush so that'll be ross chastain um and a couple other what, what, what the, what's the number four's uh sponsor um I, let me see if i can find the car i don't know off the top of my head honestly i know it's here um let's see team preview i don't know if they'll give me a car or not but Stuart haas uh, looks like, looks like Sunny D. Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, it looks like. Uh, are they going to say it? That's what his jumpsuit, at least his jumpsuit is. But obviously, don't know if that's going to be. You know, I'm assuming that's his jumpsuit. Yeah, this picture was taken January 23rd. So yeah, Sunny D. It's going to be a nice bright orange car for Josh Berry. So you won't be able to miss that one. That Love it. will not happen. Um. And then, you know, just for cup here, a couple, you know, some of the changes that were made, um, you know, for guys, obviously Josh Berry now stepping into the four, um, Noah Gragson in the 10 now for Eric Amarola since he retired. So Gragson will be racing in the 10. Justin Haley's in the 51, um, the Ware racing team, right? So now he so gets he's still in the 51. Daniel Hemrick takes over for him in the 31. You're going to have Carson Hosevar in the 77. 
and John Hunter Nemechek in the 42. So those are your changes this year. And SVG is full-time Next uh, Xfinity, right? Is he in Xfinity this year? Uh, I thought he was going to be cup next year. I don't see him on the Xfinity driver list. I think it's next year. I think isn't 24 his last year in whatever he's racing in? SVG? Mm -hmm. uh, I got to see. It says, uh, he yeah, he's full-time Xfinity. 97 Chevy Camaro for Colleague Racing. Okay, so they haven't updated. Surprised they haven't updated the... Uh, driver list here yeah because ty Dillon is no longer in cup and he's racing trucks now he'll be the 77 in trucks hmm. so. yeah so svg's in colleague and uh just got to get him on these different tracks to get him ready for cup yeah absolutely i'm I, yeah i can't believe they didn't have him on here good job master.com yeah he's in the xfinity car for number 97 xfinity for colleague racing he's going to run part of arca race at daytona in order to receive approval to compete at super speedway events in nascar okay okay that's good though i mean dude's a fucking him. stud bro yeah i'm happy i'm happy to see him on there all right so the final round of qualifying logano larson dylan byron elliott mcdowell cindric bush chastain harrison burton I like it. So all um I know I'm like ten minutes behind, so I gotta fast forward. Yeah. All um Ooh, I don't know if Jimmy's in on time right now. We may see. Um <laughs> might have to change it up here. Well, uh, but he still gets to race in the Yeah, he'll race in the duel still. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I mean, um We'll see. Uh, we'll see who can who gets the two top spots. But three of the four Hendrick cars in. Surprising Bowman's not in there. Um, he's been he's been struggling the last couple of years. Yes, so. he has. So we'll see if he can. That pick injury him. kind of fucked him up last year. Yeah, I think it did. I do think it did. Um, all right. So getting into the top four, top four for NASCAR this year. Like I said, we went over. Dub had Bell as your as his champ. Elliott, Bush, and Larson. Um, you know, last year's champ Ryan Blaney. So, got a new champ. We'll see if we can get a, a, another new one this year. Do you yeah. think we will? Um, I I don't. I don't I think we're gonna have a repeat. Actually, I do. Sorry, I do think we get a a new guy this year. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna work backwards though. So let's give mm -hmm. our fours first. So am I. All right. Let's work backwards. So my number four this year. Is going to be Denny Hamlin, and my number four is going to be Chase Elliott. Think my he, number. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, ahead, I sorry. think he. I think he puts uh, the injury behind him last year and gets serious again. So, yeah, and um, my number three this year is going to be. Uh, where did I see it? Oh, uh, Joseph or no, no, no. I'm sorry. Kyle, Joey Logano. I don't have in Kyle hmm. Larson is my okay. number three this year. Um, actually funny enough, he's my number two. My number three this year is Ross Chastain with the Bush light car. 
Uh, you just gave your number two. Mine, so we're going Kyle Larson. Yep, he's is my two this year. Uh, Kyle Bush is my number two. My number one, I'm leaving out the number one betting favorite this year of Brad Kozlowski. I don't have him in. He's the betting favorite this year. He's the betting favorite to win the championship? 19 over two odds, yep. And then Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin at 10 to 1. Blaney 11 to 1. Logano 12 to 1. Chase 14 to 1. Boucher 15 to 1, also with Kyle Larson. And my champion going off at 16 to 1. Hot man last year. I think he brings it back again this year. Billy Byron. Yeah. Um, Byron had such a big year. I just I couldn't put him in my top four. I feel like he's going to regress a little. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like he's going to regress a little bit. Um, I hate to do this. I hate to do this more than anything in the entire world because I don't ever want to see this guy. You fuck. Title. You're doing it with Denny. Oh, no. Dennis Hamlin. Uh, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I, I but hey, I man. Three, I three for three on champs. Three different champs. Um, That's why I did say oh, a new one this year. <laughs> Parrot did take William Byron to win this race. Okay. So we got Billy Byron for Parrot. And Parrot has been just, he's always hot in NASCAR. So we'll see if Cody makes a pick, which we'll try to tempt him into one on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. If we'll not, see. If not. Oh, we got to get, we got to get Jeremy. I got to get uh, Jeremy. We got to tell it because we told him he's in NASCAR with us this year. So change that guest name to Jeremy. All right. Um, also, uh, it sounds like Jeremy's going to be in our NASCAR league too. Yeah. That starts, doesn't it? Mm hmm. Sending out the email. Oh, I already sent it. Oh, wait, I already paid you. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to oh, pay you I'm again. I'm sorry. Not that. I mean our other NASCAR league we're in, the Pick'em League. Oh, Pick did you get him in? Uh, he said he was going to. He, he responded to my email. I told him to email the dude and get in, so he said he was going to. I haven't seen an email yet from NASCAR yet, what? but just to get in, and I said I'm in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Yeah, that was the email. Yep, that was the one I sent to Jeremy. Okay, all I said was I'm in. Okay, I was That's making it. I was making, I mean, yeah, I did and I paid the I paid him too. So for what is it, twenty-five? Yeah, twenty-five. I'll I'll email him because I gotta get his Venmo again. Yeah. Um who is your winner for Daytona and your top four for the year? And of those four, who is champ? Remember can only pick a guy once. Pick guys once for the first 26 races. Then you restart and can pick one guy 10 times. One guy for the next 10 races. It's 10 in the playoffs. So we'll see. We'll get him in there. Um, also while we're talking about it, Celtics smashed the Nets by 50 leading score, leading score, Peyton Pritchard, 28. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I was going to say, Parrot have a top four. Uh, he's in the midst of working, so not going to get it from him yet, but I did text him to give me the top four. Okay. Nice. He will get it in. 
the bird, 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 bird's the word. He's going to get it. We know next time Cody's on, we'll get his because we know he ain't watching NASCAR anyway. So we know. No, he ain't. (laughs) But, um, you know, we got, we, we still got shit to cover. We're we're only doing one episode this week, by the way, because there's just too much shit to cover. And, um, we'll be back next week for two, maybe three, depending on how fast the other one goes. So we might do, uh, two of the, of our conspiracy theories. Um, we got to talk about WWE's uh, press conference last week. Mm-hmm. So we didn't talk about it. It was big, big deal, big news. And uh, going in, you know, you had some good people. Mommy looking always on top. And uh, you saw the meme I sent. Uh, if she looked at me like this, I would join the Judgment Day, no questions asked. 100%. See why Dominic did. Oh, God, dude. Like, Mommy's just primo. And uh, we already know that Bailey is going to be fighting EO in uh in, in at WrestleMania mm-hmm. and mommy came out there's an elimination chamber next weekend and uh, we're going to see who's going to fight her we think it's probably going to be Becky makes the most sense um but then it came down to you know Roman came out and uh Seth well Seth was out first and then Roman came out was talking shit basically took over and said uh, I'm picking who I want and I want the rock and the rock comes out does his whole thing and talks about everything and he's at a table all this bullshit shows the bloodline huge fucking family tree of wrestlers man Mm -hmm. a lot of people on there tamatanga was on there a lot of people i haven't seen in a while i was like damn man and uh so then cody's like whoa 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 comes out wait a minute says uh i won the right this is my show i'm fighting roman which is what the people want and um, so it makes you wonder is if it was going to be Rock and Roman all along or if they fucking pulled the string. That's the beautiful thing about WWE. You truly never know. And that's the beautiful thing about them. So then as good as Cody is, digs into, you know, he Roman calls out Cody and says, you know, you're a failure like your father. And then, bam, that's when it turns. And then he says, you know, your grandfather and his grandfather, Dwayne's high chief, Peter Maivia, would be ashamed. <laughs> and then Rock comes in and says, "You talk about his ancestors. You talk about my ancestors. You talk about his blood. You're talking about my blood." And then fucking Dwayne just smacks him across the teeth, and uh, you know they call it out. Rollins tries to get him between them, and you know it's setting up that that uh, you're probably going to see Seth and Cody yeah. against Rock and Dwayne at some point. Maybe night one, not Chamber. Maybe night one. Um, you know, we'll see. It could be something in in uh, in, in uh, Saudi. You know, after Mania, it could be Mania Night One. We'll see. Um, it's going to be interesting. You know, and then the winner of the Chamber is going to go fight uh, Seth. Mm-hmm. So that should be. I think we've got the Chamber set for men, or it's almost set. Uh, I'm going to pull that up. The Elimination Chamber, but you're going to get Night Two. Roman and Cody. So does he finish the story? We're going to find out all signs point that he probably is going to finish it. Maybe if he doesn't, it'll be the greatest thing ever. Right. Uh, We'll see, but um, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty interesting. And, and so the men's chamber right now, we've got Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, and there's two still to be determined. So of that looks like, you know, when you're trying to iron it down, probably Drew, I think Logan Paul's fighting somebody to try to get into the chamber, so he'll probably get in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I just don't see Logan fighting for the title at Mania because he's got the U.S. title. Right. So it's probably going to be him and uh, – well, it's probably going to be Ray and Dominic, right? So they already fought before, but it could be them again, Jimmy and Jay. Uh, Logan's going to fight somebody. Logan might fight what would be good for him, Logan and L.A. Knight. Yep, It'd be good. Logan is top heel, one of them, and L.A. Knight, top baby face. Yeah, so, put, the belt, put the belt on L.A. Knight and try to let Logan get a run after Mania or something like that maybe, or maybe he wins money in the bank. Yeah, it'll – It'll be interesting. So, you know, we, we're, we're going to see what happens. Uh, right now, I see final round, Bush, Chastain, Burton. Bush just Bush just took Chastain for first. So. Yep. Cindric's ahead of Bush seven, right now. As I say, there's still six and a half more to go. Yep. And Cindric's uh, car is ahead of the shadow of Cowboy. I love the shadow. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's great technology. Oh, it's wonderful. So he's going to get him on this one, on this lap. So Cindric's going to be on the pole for, for now. And, um, yeah, he's got a better time. Yep, he jumped ahead. So far, and, everybody that's been on the track, though, has beat the other guy. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. And uh, so we're, we're going to see. Well, most likely it's probably Drew that's going to go fight Seth. Makes mm-hmm. the most sense right now. Um, and then we'll see what that means for others. And uh, Bianca, uh, Becky, and Liv are in the women's. And we think that Becky's probably going to win that and go mm-hmm. on to, go on to uh, face Mommy. Judgment Day are fighting Pete Dunne. Finally, he got his name back. No longer Butch. It's British Strong Style. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. So they're going to fight the Judgment Day for the WWE Tag Team Championship. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what they do with Damian. Because I could see that too. Fuck, Cody gets it. and Everybody's happy. Damian comes out and cashes in. Yeah. I mean, that would be. Well, cashes in on Seth. Right. I I think they're going to go more towards that since you already have. Rock Roman, a lot of star power. So yeah, maybe he goes to the Seth, um, you know, Seth Drew or whoever the hell Seth faces. But I agree, I think it will be Drew. Um, but yeah, I could definitely, definitely see that. So yeah, it's interesting, interesting th- storytelling, and we'll see, um, we'll see what they end up coming with. And uh, McDowell just he took the poll. Yeah, big shock. Everyone who's been out there is just running faster than the other guy. And not Chase Elliott's out there. And he'll, you know, he'll take it. So, so let's talk about Revolution that is in a couple weeks. They've already got seven matches. You know, probably <laughs> nineteen more to go. Uh, so you got Sting's last match, his retirement match. Sting and Darby, who are your tag champs against the Young Bucks, Tornado Tag Team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Ooh, a Tornado Tag Team match? Man, I haven't heard of that. In a How long. do those work? It's been a long time for Every, me. You're just always in the ring. Oh, really? Yeah, there's no tags in that. Yeah, it's just, it's pretty much like a, I mean, it's, you know, not a four-way, right? It's two on two. You're just constantly in the ring. Chase is not going to get on the pole. He is running way behind that McDowell car. And, um, oh yeah, he's way off. The um, You're going to have Orange Cassidy against Roderick Strong for the International Championship. Samoa Joe versus Hangman versus Swerve Strickland. Three-way AEW worth that's three good matches so far. Yeah. Timeless Tony Storm versus Deanna Peruzzo. Another good one. Uh Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson for the Continental Crown Championship, which is AEW Continental Crown, Ring of Honor, World Championship, and New Japan Strong Open Open Weight Championship. If if Danielson loses, he has to shake Kingston's and Elliot's third, by the way. Uh Christian Cage. 
And with Kill Switch, the Prodigy, Nick Wayne, and Shayna Wayne versus to be determined for the TNT Championship. Probably going to be Edge, Adam Copeland. Has there been a, an AEW pay per view where there hasn't been a TBD? <laughs> right. And Will, and then Will Ospreay is going to fight uh, Kanoshke Takeshita. And uh, Kanoshke Takeshita coming over from Japan and Will Ospreay, same thing, man. It's going to be a fucking banger. So that card's actually looking pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good match. That's a pretty good. uh, They'll still have 10 matches to add. Yeah, they got 10 more to go. And uh, (laughs) it's going to be on March 3rd. So Where's where's it at? Uh, that is going to take place from Greensboro, North Carolina, in Greensboro Coliseum. Hmm. Okay. So you're going to see uh, uh, Sting and his sons Stung and Stang are going to be there too. <laughs> that was the funniest meme that I saw. That that shit got me good. Stung and Stang are going to be there. I'm like, all right, well, that works. So... Uh, in moving on, and that's going to be on the third, which is a Sunday, 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 Sunday. Hopefully that following week, I'm working the first show of the year for me. We'll see. Uh, who just ran Byron fourth. So that McDowell car is, uh, in the one spot. Mm-hmm. Austin Dillon's running both two career wins. Where is he one? Daytona. Daytona. And... Daytona um, summer race. He's won both races. He's running a little behind the McDowell car, so he's probably not going to get it. Yeah, he's dropping off McDowell, man. He's just got a fast car, man. McDowell always runs good, though, super speedways. So let's uh, let's get into this. We've had a – this is a long show today. Let's uh, – maybe we'll break it up, and that'll be a two-episode banger. <laughs> People won't even know. Now we'll just leave it as one. It's yeah. all good. UFC 298 this week. in At the Honda Center, I think, in Anaheim, California. You are correct. I don't know. Am I left this week? Um, No, I think I'm left. I think you were left last week. All right. This is the fourth one, right? Sure. I think this is the fourth card of the year. And, um, yeah, you started left, so I should be left. So I'll just did a fist bump, so that must mean he's on the front. Um, no, not yet. Not yet. There's two cars to run. Yeah, I mean he's just leading, so he's happy. But oh, Larson's running ahead of that McDowell car. Oh boy. Oh, they're like mirror him. Oh, McDowell's ahead of him. I love that. Yeah, he's dropping off. McDowell's got that. Oh. Yeah, McDowell, it's running too fast. I love yes. that. Technology's a beast, man. Yeah, so he'll, yep, so he's on the front row now. Oh, you, Larson already finished? Well, no, I just don't think he's going to catch him. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you I don't think, think he is either. If they run deep down in the three, I don't think that's going to happen. McDowell's smiling. He's already smiling, so wonder why he's already smiling. Ooh, Larson's right there. Oh, shit. Oh, he got him. Yeah. Oh, he's second. I was about to so say. The picture, though, Larson was ahead of him in the technology. 
by 0.02. Now we got Joseph. Yeah, so McDowell, no matter what, is on the front row, so he ain't he ain't racing the duels. He's going to sit down. in the back. It all comes down to Logano. All right, we'll start at the left, UFC 298, the Honda Center in Anaheim. Um, we have the number 15th ranked women's flyweight plus 170 dog, Andrea Lee. Against your minus 205 favorite from the United States, Miranda Maverick McNeely. <laughs> In a welterweight bout from Wales, we have Oban Elliott. <laughs> from Jamaica, Val Venus Wood Burn. <laughs> You know, Joey's got a huge lead. Oh, yeah, he does. Dude, Joey's car is so fast. He knows he's not going to get it. He's like, damn. Yep, he's flying. Um, In a welterweight bout to end the early prelims from the United States, Josh Quinlan. From the United States, Danny Barlow. And to start the prelims from China, Zhang Minyang. From Brazil, Brenson Ribeiro. In a bantamweight bout from Japan, Rinya Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura. From Ecuador, Carlos Vera. In a heavyweight bout, the number 15th ranked heavyweight from Brazil, Marcos Rodrigo de Lima. From New Zealand, Justin Taffa. In a women's strawweight bout to end the prelims, your number three ranked women's strawweight in the world, minus 135 favorite, Amanda Limos. And your plus 114 dog from Brazil, Mackenzie Dern. And to start the main card, middleweight bout from the United States, number 15th ranked middleweight, Anthony Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> and from Mata Russia, Roman Kapalov. The bantamweight bout, the number two ranked bantamweight from Georgia, not the state, the country, Mirab Dalvishali. Plus 164, Daug from the U.S. Can't believe I'm still fighting number three, Henry Cejudo. He don't get his ass whipped. A welterweight bout, a plus 200 dog from the United States, the number eight, number eighth ranked welterweight, Geoff Neal. Dude, damn, man. Last three fights, bangers. Minus 245 favorite from Ireland, Ian Machado Gary. Your co main event of the evening, middleweight bout, minus 205 favorite, the number three ranked middleweight from Australia, Robert Whitaker. And plus 170 dog from Brazil, Paulo Costa. And your main event of the evening for the featherweight title, your champion and slight, very slight favorite, minus 112 from Australia, Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, and from Georgia, the country, number three, Ilya Topuria. Topuria. Popery, what'd you say? I don't even know enough about him. They keep saying he's going to knock off Volkanovski, but undefeated, fourteen and zero. I don't even know if I see a fight. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, man, this guy, Ilya Taparia. 
He's beaten Herbert, Bryce Mitchell, and Josh Emmett. Um, Decision I mean, on Josh Emmett in 23. A big step up in competition, man. Yeah, yeah dude, he fought one fight last year. To be a uh, to be almost the favorite. I mean, he's a slight. I, I don't know if slight I've seen dog. UFC odds that close. That's a pick em. I mean, it's literally a pick em. It's a pick em, and I don't think I've seen enough out of this dude. El Matador. Yeah, Wolkanowski is. So he's a Greco-Roman wrestling is his style. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to do that with Wolkanowski because the dude's a tank. So he was a lightweight, then featherweight, or excuse me, bantamweight, featherweight, lightweight. So yeah. he kind of toggles back and forth, featherweight, lightweight. Yeah, I I, I see Volkanowski uh, retaining his title here. Um in a decision, I think there'll be a decision. But I see Volkanovski or or you know with his title. Yeah, that's. I'm just still kind of flabbergasted at why it's a pickup. Mm-hmm. So well, but you know these guys usually know what the fuck they're doing and talking about. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I like all the favorites on the main card. I like Whitaker to beat Costa. Um, I like Machado to beat. Neil, I like Mira. I, I think Mirab's going to destroy Cejudo. Probably. And then who? What about Hernandez? Hernandez and Kapalov. Um, th- that one doesn't have odds on it, so I don't know the favorite. But um, I'd probably go Kapalov. I can see that. Yeah. And then, uh, so. Is he so? Wait a minute. Is Volkanovski interim? No, that's his belt. Is it? Yeah, he. Um... Oh, because he stepped up to do lightweight. Yes. Yep. That's right. He stepped up against Makachev and got knocked out in round yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a good fight, but. Yeah, Makachev. So he's got three losses, two of them to Makachev. Mm-hmm. And then before that, he hadn't lost since 2013, so 10 years took him to lose. And then Makachev, dude's just a – that dude, man, he's fucking insane too. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't lost since 2015. Nuts. Dude, I don't think – I don't think anybody could beat him. Just look at his last uh, – let's see, his fight since 21. Drew Dober, submission. Tiago Moises, uh, rear naked choke. Dan Hooker, Kamara. Bobby Green, TKO punches. Oliveira, submission, arm triangle choke. Decision, Volkanovski. And then Volkanovski again, head kick and punches. Dude, dude is a fucking dog. Mm-hmm. My God. You think he's best best fighter right now? Yeah, I do. I, I really do. Holy fuck, man. Like, dude. It's just tough because there's nobody else there for him. So we'll see what he's got Cause, next. Because Habib's his trainer, isn't he? Yeah, he's one yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> what the fuck do you do when you got Nurmagomedov? Maybe, fucking... maybe Habib comes back and takes that belt from him. Dude, wouldn't that be something, man? <laughs> Holy fuck. That would that would sell fights. Oh, my God. Make that UFC 300. Do we even have uh, – do we know any of the card yet? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they have – um. Let's see if I can pull it. Oliveira. Yeah, they don't have a main event yet. Um, but Zhang Wheelie, um, 
Gaethje and Holloway, Oliveira and Turkson. God damn, they got a lot of fights already. Yeah, they just don't have a main event. So you think it's uh, Makhachev? Uh, I don't think so, because there's really not anybody out there for him. It's going to be one of those, like, it's going to be something random. Heavy, No heavyweights, nothing? No. Well, he's Zhang is the uh, main event so far. Yeah, I mean, because... Comains, Gaethje, and Holloway. I mean, there's got to be another title fight, I'm guessing. So That's not really a big UFC. I mean, there's some good... There's some good oh, yeah, fights. there's some great fights. I mean, hell, Aljermaine Sterling's a dog to Calvin Qatar, which is wild. Absolutely wild. So, Brock was... Uh, it showed Brock out in public supporting his daughter. He's uh, basically that. got a shaved head now. I saw that. Interesting. Because they basically, or he's still got the shaved head and still the ponytail on top, but he's basically uh, done, WWE. Think we ever see him again? No, yeah, we'll see him again, for sure. You think they'll get over all that bullshit? Yeah, I mean, if, like you said, if, I mean, they're they're just pinning Brock to something, right? There's no proof of any of that. It's just all via text and shit, so. Yeah, likes to be peed on. Which is... It's just strange. So, Maya well, Lesnar, nineteen fucking feet, or nineteen point oh seven. She's currently number six in the world, number one in the NCAA new school record for shot put. Nice. Dub is going Tom Kim for golf. Tom Kim, go Dub. All right. Well, I think we got a uh, a lot of this done. Yeah, I think so. I think we did good. I think we got what we need there, and um, I think this is a good way to end the show. It was a good one today. Just two of us ran it, had technical difficulties because my computer said "fuck you, Gray." <laughs> and uh, you know, next week we'll we'll get back. Holy shit! Three, what is that? A three foot long pretzel? Uh, yeah, and they have like a foot long cookie at Subway too. I know. I'm gonna have to go to Subway soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. What a good head coach, Sean. What is this? What am I seeing on the NFL? What did that just say about Sean Payton? Um, Someone must have. He must have hired somebody. I'm going to have to back that up a little bit to see. Oh, it's not going to let me, is it? Nope. Can't seek during commercials. You son of a bitch. Got to see what the Broncos did, but. We had uh, we had a lot of stuff going on, and then Jeremy he gave us one other little insight here. He said uh, he loved seeing Hill Rock last week. By the way, that was great. I really like how things are playing out for WrestleMania. He'll talk to us next week. Okay, sounds good. Uh, let's see, they got somebody on a one year extension. Uh, Pete Carmichael, senior offensive assistant. Jim Leonard is defensive pass game coordinator. That was earlier today. I don't think there's really anything else. All I see is Von Miller drops bid to foreclose on former mansion near Broncos (laughs) headquarters. Jesus. Pete Carmichael and Jim Leonard. I think that's really it. Okay. Um, And it says they think the Broncos are going to trade in for Bo Nix. Where do you think – as we wrap this up, I know we just tried to wrap it up, but where do you think Russell Wilson ends up? 
Oh, God, is a backup somewhere probably. He could start in Pittsburgh, right? Good. I mean, yeah, you get a rental. Um, Atlanta. Go to Atlanta for a year. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be that would be my guess. Damn, this is wild, man. Just looking at some of these these drafts where they got uh, potential guys going. Maybe go. Maybe have them go to Carolina and let Bryce sit for a year behind him and learn something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he would learn something. The um, all these mock drafts have kind of been across the board. They they got JJ McCarthy moving up. And they, when's the combine? Two weeks from now, I think. Right. Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's uh. And it's going to be interesting. We've got all of these different things. We're going to see what the combine brings out in people, but it's you got all these mock drafts, and um, CBS only really has the big one there. And they had Caleb one. They had, I mean, it, it, there's multiple from different people. Caleb, you have Caleb one in majority of things. Mm-hmm. Some have Jaden at two. Some have Drake May at two. Marvin at three or four, Malik Neighbors is up there. Roma Dunze at you know four to six, anywhere in there. Joe Alt's going to be the first tackle off the board from Notre Dame wherever he goes. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see where guys go. I saw McCarthy potentially to the Vikings. This one says the Chargers. There's no way. I just don't see it. I don't – it'll be interesting to see where guys go. Yeah. And draft – draft. where is the draft this year? It's close, isn't it? Uh, it's Detroit this year. And aren't you gone? Oh, wait a minute. It's a birthday. That's what it is. Yep. And I've already been to the draft. It, it doesn't excite me. It'll be way too packed in Detroit. Yeah, this is valid. I'll watch it from the uh, confines of my house. Yeah. It would be a much better place to do it anyways. Because it's just, like I said, just how constantly busy it is there. I don't even know what it is. Is it the 26th? Uh, Yeah, I think it's like the twenty, what, the 24th through the 26th or something like that. Right. Whatever that last weekend in April is. Hmm. The, um, yeah, so I think we're uh, pretty good. All right, I think we can wrap this up. Thanks to Wes Anderson. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quantity Landscaping, Paper Denim Art, Great Key Merch, ConalBarrettDatingTransformation.com, and Sparty Steve. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Let's wait for the big one. It's coming.